Welcome to Amplify. We're the show that will help you take your message, whatever it may be, and get it out through social media, networking, and other marketing channels. Maybe even some that you've never thought of. Whether you're an organization, small or large business, or you just have the next positive message that's sure to go viral, you'll want to stay tuned this hour. Now, here's your host, Ken Rashawn. Welcome, welcome. Ken Rashawn here live in Washington, D.C. And such an exciting show. We don't do shows all the time that just line up so beautifully with birthdays. So this is a celebration of birthdays, a celebration of song, a celebration of celebration. So Michelle, congratulations. Happy birthday the day before. You know, one of my things I love to do is say, be the first one to say happy birthday to someone, even if it's cheating and doing the day before. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you. And happy birthday to the gentleman right there, Thomas Dawson Jr. We share a birthday and I think that's rather magical. I do too. I almost want to change my birthday, Thomas. I mean, mine's mine's August 5th. I'm going to see if I can call my lawyer and see if we can get a change. You can change names. Why not change a birthday, right? <laughs> That's a really great concept. Well, this is a great birthday to have. <laughs> it is. And, and the fact that you have the right haircut even says more about the fact that you are the right person to have the right birthday on the show. See, I, mean, I think is, we have a lot is. in common, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Michelle is going to shave her so, Michelle, um, I've known you a couple of years and man, what a journey it has been to watch you just thrive and create and manifest this amazing accomplishment. I mean, it is so cool. And Tom is going to obviously be able to share about what it was like to work with you. But I would love you to say, I guess, to start off the beginning is that this show is about your release. It's a release of your song, your voice, your heart. So tomorrow is the pre-release in Colorado Springs, your hometown. And then you're going to this little city in Dubai, right? This little Dubai city. Little place called Dubai. Yes. And you have your international international release. And that's in November around the 4th or 5th or somewhere around there. Mm -hmm. Good. So... Thomas, what does it what does it feel like to work with someone like Michelle, where she gets to take the the CD that you help create and turn it into an international spectacle and inspire the world that quickly? Well, the interesting thing about it is that when we first met, there was something special, and we knew there was a kindred spirit there. We didn't know what wow. this was going to evolve into because when I met Michelle, I didn't know she sang. Okay, so uh, so. The cake to me was Michelle, the person. The icing on that cake is her and her music. Well, I, I noticed that you even uh, pronounced uh, kindred spirit correctly because <laughs> I, I felt a kindred spirit too because my name is Ken. So thank you for pronouncing it as kindred. <laughs> See so how Michelle we're has, yes, we're, we're cooking. So I, I want to uh, I, I make sure that we do this the right way, but I, I just couldn't help but say that we're both so proud of Michelle. So I want to get your voice in there. But Michelle would like to introduce you uh, properly because I, I cannot do the same justice that she can do since she's worked with you, gotten to know you better. And then we can have a, an amazing show and a conversation. So Michelle, without further ado, who is our special guest? Because you and I have done no less than probably 30 shows together. Well, and I'm going to introduce myself just in case someone's listening has no idea who I am. Uh, well, thank you. <laughs> I'm Dr. Michelle Moross, and I partner up with Dr. Ken Roshan, Dr. Smiley, on something called Amplifluence and his publishing company, Perfect Publishing. And I travel around with him a lot. So if you watch him on social media, I'm the little brown lady who's usually with him. And I happen to be doing a speaker boot camp in Colorado Springs at Production Point Complex. And I'm on stage testing the mic when a man walks through and he says, hey, you a singer? And I said, no, I'm a a speaker. And my my, uh, podcast partner, Brian Swanson says, she's a singer, she's always singing. And what we find out later is Thomas Dawson Jr. had walked past me. I had no idea who he was. And the next time I saw him, he said, maybe you've heard of a, a little band called the Commodores. I said, a little band called the Commodores. I grew up on the Commodores. I mean, I, I wanted, I used to mimic them. I, I would dance. I would do everything. I, I love the Commodores. He has, 
Well, I'm their keyboardist and I happen to be a producer and he happened to be in production point. Long story short, uh, he ended up hearing me sing at one of my pre-parties that actually, Ken, you helped me with. We were at a pre-party doing some piano music with Ron Coyner and Thomas Dawson Jr. was there and heard. And next thing we know, he's like, have you heard of this song called Both Sides Now? And we go into the big sound studio and I listen to this song and I just start bawling. And it's a Joni Mitchell song and it just touched my heart so strongly. I told Thomas, I, I want to sing this song. I, I need to give this song back to the world. And um, then we found two other songs and next thing I know I have an EP. And it's coming out on our birthdays. So I'm turning 55 October 17th tomorrow. Thomas is turning 65 and his wife is turning 16. <laughs> right. <laughs> well, to to actually add a little more to the introduction, because you do have me introduce you at events, and I'm always very proud of the fact that you pick me of all the people that could actually be the MC to announce you into a room or announce you for an award, which you have re you've received a lot of rewards. So um, Michelle is an international author of roughly 30 books, keynote speaker, and she is equipped to help people take their speaking ability, their campaign, or anything they want to do to impact the world to a level of massive clarity and power on the stage. So I just want to say that, Michelle, your boot camps are one of the most amazing experiences I personally had. Uh, Thomas, I am a photographer and I'm a behind the scenes guy that helps really amplify the goodness of people like Michelle and yourself. And she put me in the, on the stage and she taught me how to really be a more powerful voice, a more clear message. And I've just had such a difference in my impact with the audiences because of her coaching. So um, we both are fans of Michelle. And that's, that's what I want to share with you that I received that caused me to have a new identity is that I can actually say I am a speaker and be proud to be a speaker that is effective because of Michelle. So how about that for a, a behind the introduction, introduction. <laughs> I completely love it, man. I completely love it. So, Thomas, uh, what Michelle may have not shared with you is I was a DJ for 40 years in the D.C., Maryland area for um, mainly in the wedding scene and mainly in the uh, international wedding scene. But my point is I have played the Commodores probably, it, it would be probably a top 10 um, choice of music that has been picked uh, in all the weddings. I mean, there's so many beautiful songs, whether it's the party songs, the love songs. So I just want to say, you're not just on a show with a guy who's a podcast or a radio host. You're, you're talking to a DJ that played your music, like probably more than the average uh, DJ. Most DJs last like running backs. They last about seven years. And if they get married, they last a lot less, but 40 years of playing music. I guarantee you, I've played the Commodores probably more than almost any other DJ that's, uh, that's doing their job DJing. Wow. Thank you so much. Honored to know you again. <laughs> likewise, likewise. So um, I want uh, Michelle to, I guess, introduce you so we have you formally brought in as the, the person that is producing this and causing this show to really materialize. Michelle, did you want to say anything else about Thomas? Do you want to do any introduction? Well, well, besides the fact that he's just an awesome man, one of the things that really excites me more about this album, about launching it or actually giving it out to the world, is someone like Thomas, whose ear is so amazing. I mean, he can walk into a room and do, that's there, that's there, that's E flat. I mean, you have to, he's, he speaks in music. He hears in music. And that I didn't break his eardrums when I was in that sound studio with him. That alone, I don't even have to launch it. That alone makes me so happy that I even put this album out and that I, I hope people go out there and buy it. And I do know that um, I want to say thank you to Reaching Records, the label that picked me up. And I'm I'm being carried on Reaching Records. You can find them at reachingrecords.com. But I'm just excited to be a part of this, this world and to be have a piece of any of Thomas Dawson's love and attention is amazing for me because I grew up not knowing I could sing, thinking I was okay, 
but couldn't really do anything on my own. So I always kind of sang backward. I always sang quieter, quieter in the back. And then as I went through all of these these uh, life trials, I went through a brain injury, a traumatic brain injury, breast cancer, all these things I've gone through. I've started pulling more of my voice out. And one of the messages I tell people is you have to go find what makes your soul sing. Whatever lights up your soul and what lights up my soul, and I didn't notice this, but you pointed it out, Ken, and Brian pointed it out, my husband points it out, that whenever I'm alone, I'm singing. Or if I think no one's watching, I'm singing. If I'm nervous, I'm singing. If I get startled, I sing. I do, singing is my outlet. And so now that I've met Thomas, I've learned that I can actually sing. And Thomas warned me before we went to the studio, he said, now, if you've never heard your voice before, as I've heard my voice before, he's like, when you put those headsets on and you only hear yourself, it's completely different. And so we recorded and when he played it back, I went, when did you have time to edit this? And he said, I didn't. And that's when I realized, holy smokes, I can sing. Mm -hmm. And that was the most magical moment for me, Thomas, to hear yeah. me and not realize it was me. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Well, let me tell you what, what I realized, and, and Michelle has been the epitome of that, is that Quincy Jones once, once told me, and Quincy has been my idol for, uh, since college, Quincy Jones. And Quincy said that, your music would never be any more or any less than who you are as a human being. Mm. So don't strive to be a better musician, strive to be a better human. And that's what pours out of Michelle, her, who she is as a person. That's what I was attracted to. And, and she represents that when she sings, you know, how 10 people can sing this, the same song in the same key, but only one of those would move you to tears. And why is that? Well, it's the inner person. It's the person. The music is reflecting the person and it passes through the vessel. It's like water being poured out of a vessel. It's the vessel that's going to influence the water that comes out of it. And what Michelle spiritually, emotionally, all the things that she's gone through in her life that have made her who she uniquely is right now is what we're hearing and what we are responding to when we hear her music. And, tell, and, I, and I can promise you this, this EP is only the beginning. There's a world of work that we're gonna do that's waiting to come out. How would you describe uh, her voice, this project? Well, she has such a range. Michelle can do so many different styles. Really, I won't attempt to put her in a box. She can be a jazz singer, a blues singer, a rock singer, an opera singer. There's, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, and you have to be really careful not to define someone in such a a small area because you know the, the music industry wants to categorize things and, and put you in a box so they can market you and say okay we understand what this is but uh my jazz instructor uh, after i had graduated and gone on and done some things and i came back to to baton rouge um to a radio show a jazz radio show very much like this and my jazz instructor uh, Alvin Batiste at the time, very famous jazz clarinetist and very famous uh, jazz clinician. Uh, when he introduced me on his show, he said, Thomas speaks in jazz. Thomas speaks in gospel. He speaks in classical. He speaks in pop. And I said, wow, I've never heard that and never... Um, brought that together until then. And that's what I see in Michelle. She speaks those different languages of music. Sure, she's a jazz singer. Sure, she's a pop singer. Sure, she's a 
country singer, R&B singer. But that's who she is. That's awesome, Thomas. You just gave me a, a, an epiphany, actually. So I've been a DJ for a long time, as I shared with you, and I was very proud of that because I was doing something that brought people together because music is the universal language. But what yes. you're talking about is the dialects of that language, the dialects. And that's really yes. cool. I want to show you something that was sent to me, and I want to show you something that I, I did myself, all right? Here we go. Okay, great. So here, here is a photo of you, of course. Uh-huh. That was sent just so – this is the cool producer. This is the cool, smooth operator, producer that uh, makes things happen behind the scenes that has the ear and the ability to produce an album that's going to be – I think very impactful for a lot of people. And Michelle had shared that this album is needed because no one's really doing the older music. No one's doing the music that had so much soul and so much sophistication, so much beauty and lyrics. And so I wanted to share that. And I also want to share one more with you because you brought up his name. Are you ready for this? There, yeah. he, is. <laughs> there he is. <laughs> so Quincy, Quincy Jones, um, on a day that he wasn't actually feeling that great, he he was kind enough to hold up the card because he's brought more smiles to the world than probably almost more than any human. I mean, he's in the top pinnacle of percentages of people that have touched the world and smiles with his orchestration, his uh, music, his writing, everything. So yeah. I'm so glad you brought him up. I hope we're going to get a photographer with a smile card to make sure that we get your photo because I'm making a music book, a Keep Smiling music book, and I would love to include you. And, and by the way, uh, I do want to have a chance for people to hear, how did you become a Commodore? How, and, and, I, and I'd also like to have you share maybe one of your, your best birthdays. Okay. Well, interesting enough, I, when I was in college, in, in high school, the music I studied and listened to uh, was the Commodores, Earth, Wind, and Fire, all that. So I, my sophomore year in college in, in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, at Southern University, I went and I took my cousin to, um, and went to a Commodore concert. And at that point, I was playing. I was always a bass player and I always was uh, piano and organ. I played piano and organ in my church, but I also played bass. But I was at college on a on a music trumpet scholarship. I was a trumpet player. Really? Mm -hmm. And and when um, at at that concert, it just hit me, and I told my cousin one day I'm going to be playing with the Commodores. Wow! And I saw myself playing piano keyboards when in retrospect i should have seen myself playing bass because i was playing i was the local bass player in town and i played bass in all the bands uh, when i was in college i didn't play piano but i saw myself in that commodore concert playing piano now the only difference in the reality now is that the vision I had at the concert, I saw myself on the right side of the stage, and my position is actually the left side of the stage. But but I just it was just something I knew. And graduated from college and moved to Nashville, had a career as a songwriter, record producer in Nashville, but all of my college buddies had moved to LA and I wanted to be in LA. So I ended up moving to LA. And ended up selling pianos at a, at a music store, trying to break into the LA scene. And I was doing studio sessions at night. And one, um, after one session, one of the other uh, producers told me, hey, I heard the Commodores are actually auditioning keyboard players. I was like, wow. oh, really? <laughs> so, um, so he gave me their number, Walter Orange, and I called him and he invited me to his house. And when I when I came over, I'm thinking this is a personal invitation, and I get there and there's twelve, eight, ten, twelve keyboard players there. I'm like, oh wow, this is sort of a cow call here. And these guys were rattling off their resumes, and I played with Diana Ross. I did. I played with. I mean, huge. I hadn't played with anybody. I was a jazz musician, that so I had never played with anybody uh, on an R and B scale. And on keyboards, I was always playing bass. So, um, and after 
listening to all these interviews and I just felt I was not qualified. So <laughs> after that, I went to Walter after everybody left and said, hey, you got some really great talent here and I'm sure you're going to choose one of these guys and I get it, I understand. But if you would give me a tape of the show, I'll learn the show. And if you're ever in the predicament and you need a keyboard player, uh -huh. I'll already know the show. And 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 that producer told me, he said, Thomas, you're out here working part-time as a musician because you have a day job, but you're competing with people who are doing this full-time. And I said, you know what, you're right. Um, and, I, and I went home and told my wife, hey, I'm going to quit my piano job. I didn't move here to sell pianos. I moved here to be in the music business full-time. And my lovely wife, Rosalind Dawson, said, if you want to do that, I'll work two jobs to support you. Wow. And I went in and resigned. And two days later, I get the call from Joanne Geffen, who was the Commodore's manager at the time, and said, Thomas, the Commodore wants to hire you as their new keyboardist. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm not trying to dispute that you going full time and you being a talent was not a major consideration, but I do believe it was your haircut that got you the job. I think... And there's a lot of speculation that the Commodores would have had more number one hits if they'd all been bald. So I'm just like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the world may never know. Huh? <laughs> the world will never know. I was that just is... with Lionel a couple of weeks ago. He still has a gorgeous full set of hair. Full yes, he does. Oh, well, he, he doesn't age. That, that man. No, is... he doesn't age. No, he, William, um, Sue has full head of hair. <laughs> No receding hairline like I had. None no. Of yeah, it's it's incredible. When I see a picture of him, I go, is that an, an, a picture from like 1990? No, right. it's, no it's, it's current. It's all current. there. Yeah, it's all mm. there. How do people follow you, uh, Thomas? How do people connect if they want to do an album? You know, it's, it is so interesting because I don't really advertise. Right. Um but let's say no, but let's say there's someone who's bald who has really a good voice and they really want to work with someone bald. How would they connect with you? <laughs> well, they can connect me to me through you. <laughs> How's that? That's a pretty good one. Well, how do people learn about other artists that you produced? How do, how do they get to you to learn about what you've done? You know, I don't have like uh, a website and all of that. I'm extremely busy and. And it's usually word of mouth. I okay. really think that because I'm, I've never been into it and I'm certainly not into it even now to have a commercial location and all that. Okay. Uh, I really feel that God sends me the people that he wants me to work with. And, wow. and I'd never accept a job because I don't, first of all, I don't think of these as, as jobs. I really, think of them as divine appointments and assignments. Yep. Uh, so I, I never accept anything until after I've prayed about it and I really feel that this is what mm -hmm. God wants me to do. And I actually, and I also feel I can contribute something to it. There's I say no, no to more projects that I say yes to. Well, we're going to come back in a minute. And I want to say that we are going to put a list of any artists you want to give a shout out to that has done beautiful work with you. Because even though you are too humble to accept the spotlight, we do want to shed the spotlight and the shine of all the light you brought to all these other voices. So we're going to have a nice little list. You can give us as many as you'd like, and we'll put hot links to their albums just to, just to return what it is to actually support music that's beautiful. All right? Okay. All right. General Sean on Amplified Voice America. Looking down from us is Jeff Spinard, and Jeff gave us this beautiful platform called Voice America, also Perfect Publishing, my son's new 12th book, Amplifluence, and the Key Smiling Movement. We'll be back in about a minute. Thanks. Voice America at Facebook.com forward slash Voice America for juicy updates from your favorite radio shows and podcasts. 
The Umbrella Syndicate amplifies good causes, good people, and good messages. They offer a suite of services that help people and businesses gain better exposure. Through working with the Umbrella Syndicate, you gain the ability to reach an audience of 50,000 unique people a week. They have recently reached over 20,000 followers on Facebook. You can view their photography and how they use it as a strong promotional tool on their Facebook fan page, facebook.com slash the Umbrella Syndicate. Show them your support by liking their page. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device, including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. When it comes to business, you'll find the experts here. Voice America Business Network. This is Amplify. To reach the show today, please call 1-866-472-5790. That's 1-866-472-5790. We also would love to hear from you via email to info at theumbrellasyndicate.com. Now, back to Amplify. Hello, Ken Roshan on Amplified Voice America, where we amplify leaders and songwriters and musicians and singers to let the world know that inspiration comes when your soul is singing. So I wanted to actually say before we come back to Thomas, you can think about this, Thomas, but Michelle said at the beginning of the show that she didn't know really anybody. I hadn't really met too many people that had the same birthday. And... Uh, we know that Noelle Peterson shares the birthday because she has a birthday book of Queens. And uh, Noelle Peterson is one of, is, she was kind enough to let Noelle have her page so she could tell her story at the back of the book. Your wife has the same birthday as you, correct? And I would like to say that I have a couple birthday people, but I, want, I wanted people to give shout outs if they wanted to because October 17th is a special day for me. One, my partner has this birthday. And two, the first person ever gave me a job at a welding at a welding facility, and I got to be an assistant, uh, not welder, but I got to clean the shop and everything, was David Hare. David Hare, back when I was around 18, I got that job. Jose Elizondo is uh, an October 17th baby. We ha- I, Have you ever heard of this person? Look at this person. Look at that. Dr. Michelle Moraz, birthday. <laughs> um, Lindsay Seabrook. And I'll finish with uh, Brandy Vale. Brandy Vale. Um, your birthday, all of you, happy birthday. 17th is a magical day. Anybody else you want to give a shout out to either Thomas unmuted or Michelle, anybody else you want to say happy birthday to? Scott Sorensen. I went to high school with him there. Scott Sorensen. Okay. And have you ever met anyone else, Thomas, that, uh, shares your birthday and you are still muted? Oh, you're muted, Thomas. You gotta, you gotta go down and hit that mic thing. Okay, so go ahead, and I think we're going to set up the song right now. Yeah. Here we go. So, Thomas, we're going to go ahead and set up the song that you recorded, and you heard her voice, and it caused you to say, this is who I want to work with, if I recall the quote. Are we here, Thomas? Yes. Okay. okay. And, and Thomas plays all the music in the background. My brother, Bruce, <clears throat> my older brother, Bruce Gishard, is the saxophone player on this one. Beautiful. Yes. And then um, I know we're not playing both sides now, but that was a song that really uh, ignited this project. And was there any um, connection to how that song uh, made you feel uh, in the movie Love Actually? Because that was a very uh, emotional piece in Love Actually. Was that connected at all or just the song itself? Right. Okay. All right. Um, We have Voice America. Hit the big play button. We're going to give you a little taste of how beautiful this album is. Go ahead.
again So hush little baby job yes and how many songs do we have on the ep three the three songs okay and uh let's let's uh the three song names are what both sides now summertime don't get around much anymore three so, phases of life really that's what it is <laughs> yeah so michelle you you've had some really big manifestations and bucket list aspects that you wanted to accomplish in your life this has got to be one of the biggest. It it still doesn't feel real, actually. <laughs> yeah. and, and and to be working with someone that I was I was watching the Commodores too doing one day. Oh, that would be so cool one day, and then be working with someone who's in my one day. One day is today, and that's what's so amazing, and that's what I love to speak about. Put it out into the world. And no matter what it is, I always tell you, I always tell my the people who listen to me, make one tiny step towards whatever your dream is. And what I did is I kept taking one tiny step. Yes, I'm always singing karaoke. Why? Because I'm, I want to sing. And it just kept happening. The next thing I know, I'm making an album. I didn't intend to make an album. I just wanted to bring my voice to the world, which turned out to be an album. It turned out that I connected to someone who could help me believe in myself more and make it happen. And that's why I encourage everyone, whatever it is, no matter how crazy it sounds in your head, go towards it and the universe and God will open the doors for you. Just believe enough to keep walking. Yeah. And I would just like to say with how precious life is, it's important that you do it now. It's not something you wait for. I remember right. it took my mom passing of Alzheimer's before I wrote my first book. And without her passing, not only would I not have written a book, but I wouldn't have had my son write books. I would have published 700 books and I wouldn't have left my DJ field. And as much as I love DJing, it wasn't my ultimate purpose God had for me. So I want to say bravo, Michelle, bravo. You, you said without any idea of how this could happen, massive uncertainty that you were certain that you would keep going until you did it. And I'm, I'm just really, really happy for you. Thank you. And I didn't even realize it until I just said it. I said, I wanted to bring my voice to the world. Mm -hmm. Just dawned on me. Dubai happened first. We want you to sing in Dubai. Right. I said, I'm not a singer. I'm a karaoke singer. And they went, oh, no, young lady, you're a singer. We're going to bring you to Dubai. And then I met... <laughs> Thomas. and everything it like reverse engineered itself and came back yeah, my Thomas, support uh, to play small go do your dream thomas i'd like you to uh, share another story but i want to tell you a story of how the dubai thing happened from my vantage point was okay we were flying into atlanta to see a wonderful woman pastor bola and she was releasing her book and she was allowing us to be the publisher and the promoter of her beautiful beautiful book which we will put a link in because she helped cause the dubai oh. thing it's all these dots being connected, but uh -huh. we were going to get to uh, Atlanta with about five hours of freedom. And a uh, woman, Dr. Lee Lewis, uh, had an event, and I wrote her on Facebook and said, hey, we'd like to come to your event. And she says, we'd love to have you. She did not know what was going to hit her. She met Michelle, hmm. and she heard Michelle's voice. And I think somehow it leaked out that she could sing. And so she sang 
Yeah, tell me, Michelle. I was looking at a whole bunch of really cool purses. They were like, they look like clocks and things. And I was, I was walking, looking at the purses doing, I was singing something. I was like, da, 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 da. And I was looking at purses. And I think it was, it was at a jam. You of my favorite things. I was just singing. Oh, yeah. And a lady's like, is that you singing? And I said, yes. And she says, get over here. And she pulled me into the hall, into the main living room where Dr. Lee was. And she says, sing something. And I said, what do you want me to sing? And Dr. Lee said, oh, sing At Last by Etta James. I love Etta James. I love Etta James. And so I sang At Last and Dr. Lee like, sing another one. Okay, well, no, now sing another one. Okay, but you're leaving, you can look it over. you're leaving a very important part out. Thomas, there were a half dozen professional videographers there. Okay. Uh, videographers. When she started singing, they quickly moved their equipment. They sat and they were doing it as if it was a job. It was a job to capture this because they were missing the most pinnacle point of the day. No kidding. They were glued and they were nodding each other like, I got this. I got this. <laughs> they were so excited. Wow. Wow. And I was the hero. Something. And I was the hero because I got to bring Michelle to this event and, they, and she just stole the show. It was a mastermind of, was it Millionaire? Millionaires. Women Millionaire. of Wealth. Women, Women of, of wealth, wealth Magazine is what it was. Okay. Yes. Wow. Wow. So, all that from a song. Wow. So, I'm not surprised. Thomas, uh, I, I'm sure you're interviewed and in, in, do you have a book yet? I don't have a book yet. I've been told I need to write. You do. You do. By my students. Yeah. Did you notice I, did you notice I never, I did not ask that question. Do you have a book? I just said, do you have a book yet? I noticed that. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Well, to so return the favor to you, Thomas, as a thank you for taking care of not only my partner, but to give the gift back to say how important the gift is you gave to my partner on her birthday when you are ready to do the book, it is something I not only specialize in, but we would like to impact the world and inspire the world with what is possible when you manifest something. And you certainly have that story. Yes. I would love that. Yeah. And, and, and it, it would be a pleasure to have another book with a beautiful haircut to show. <laughs> yeah. There's far too many books without that. I think, yeah, <laughs> you got to even the playing field here. <laughs> okay. I'll take my wig off. <laughs> <laughs> so Thomas, um, it is such a pleasure. I, I've had uh, Michelle talk so much about you, and I really am excited that I will meet you someday this year, and maybe it'll be uh, maybe it'll be around the holidays. But I, I just can't thank you enough for what you have done for her, but also what you do for anyone that has a voice and a dream. So would you share um, maybe a story that gives some hope to some people of what you've, what you've done or experienced? Well, I think to kind of go back on speaking what you believe and you keep moving in that direction whether you see it or not when i moved here what 12 years ago to colorado springs um when i first moved here i knew and felt i was going to be doing film i had scored some films back in la but here i wanted to have i felt i was going to have a film studio where i was going to do post-production uh for film and television and I started building it in my home and built it and for five years, not the first film. And my wife said, are you sure you really want to do this? You haven't gotten anybody. But I kept building. At the end of year five, the first film came. Then the second film came that year. And now I'm happy to say that I'm a part of a film company that that we did a film called My Brother's Keeper, which was the first film I did with our film company. Mm. It was Man Mac Man's Mackey Films Company. The film was called My Brother's Keeper. It touched on PTSD and what the military and what soldiers really deal with. But that film was nominated for a Dove Award. And we also found out that that film is listed number 15 on the top 20 best Christian African-American films of all times were number 15. And had I not continued building, that opportunity would not have happened. And it didn't manifest itself for five years. Well, 
I want to tell you that I have a gentleman I want to connect you with, and I, I think Michelle will connect us, but um, this is a gentleman, his name is Gary Ott, and okay. he has a film called Saving 22, which is a, a, a documentary about the, uh, the crisis that PTSD causes to have roughly 22 veterans die a day of, of taking their life. So Right, yeah. So I'd like to connect you guys. I'd love you. to connect. Yeah, I'd love to connect with it. Yeah, that's a serious crisis that we're dealing with. Yes. And so isn't it magical that in a conversation where we're just talking about how to make a difference in the world, that something like that can just like be like that glue. And, and so that yeah. um, I would love to share something about what you learned from Lionel Richie or something you learned in your Commodore's experience that is applicable to how you live your life. Well, something Lionel taught me that um, in writing music and songs, you don't try to force it out. He allows it to come to him. And he said, Thomas, when, 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 when there are days when I'm working, when it's not coming, out, you know, you know, I leave and I go do something else. I, you know, I go to the beach, I do something else to not sit there and actually force it. He allows it to come when it's ready uh, to come. It's like a birth. You know, the child is going to come when it's ready to come. And uh, that was a very important pivotal point for me when he told me that. Uh, the Commodores, I've just learned how they treat people, their fans, or just people in you know, their very personal, you know. Um, and I took really great inspiration from that because, you know, I've seen the, you know, the, the superstars that, you know, what can you do for me? If you can't do for anything for me, I don't have time for you. And I've never seen that from them. And I look up to them as my older brothers. Very good. So I, I have a question that's kind of bizarre. Okay. <laughs> if I don't do a bizarre question, it's not amplified. So here we go. Have you ever seen Happy Gilmore? No, I don't think so. So Happy Gilmore, Adam Sandler has an ice, he's an ice hockey skater. Okay. Okay. And one of the funniest and most pinnacle scenes in that movie is him lip syncing Lionel Richie's Endless Love. And he does it. And, and it, it, is, it is so comical. If we had time, I would play it. Please do yourself a favor. Google Happy Gilmore, Endless Love. And the ice skating cleaner is lip syncing it. Yeah. While, while Adam Sandler is skating with his date, who he just is enamored by and it is one of the funniest romantic just beautiful of uh, captures of that movie and happy gilmore is a great movie to watch period but that is oh, the, yeah i love it okay. that's, that that's the pinnacle scene and it is it, it, michelle am i right is that a funny is that a funny scene <laughs> i can't wait i think i know what i'm doing later today now thank you happy gilmore and we'll put a link in uh, for anyone that wants to watch that scene or just enjoy the whole movie so michelle it's your birthday and you can cry if you want to, all right? But it's, you're not going to. So what what are you planning uh, for your birth? We have a release in Colorado Springs, and I know you have one in Dubai. So tell us about how people can get to the release, support you, buy it. Is it, it where, where do we buy it? Oh, to buy it. Uh, we are, I have it on my website. So michellemoras.com, M-I-C-H-E-L-L-E-M-R-A-S.com. And you can get the autographed version of the CD that comes with a digital download. Now, if you want to come celebrate with me and Thomas and Rosalind, come out tomorrow night to Three E's Comedy Club from 5 to 7 p.m. We've got a cake with my mug on it. Actually, you should show the cover, uh, the cover of my, of my album. Oh, I see how good you are. This is really yes. good that you did that. All right. So. And then um, we are just going to have a, a little party. My CDs did not come in in time. So you're going to get your CD that night, but tomorrow night. But I will have you, you, you purchase it and I will autograph it and mail them to you. All right. So here is one of them. That's the cover of the, of the album. That's the cover. And then, and then I'm going to stop then, sharing. I'm going to show the other one real quick. Well, the other one's just the backside of just the songs. And then it doesn't have all the credits in it yet. But Okay. Very, very beautiful. And the reason we did that is the beginning is very serious. The first song is, you know, both sides now. It's, I chose that song, one, because Thomas shared it with me. But two, it is my life. It 
if you listen to the lyrics, it's probably your life too, where we've grown and people don't understand us. And, you know, we used to think that clouds were getting in our way and stopping us. And what we look at now, the things that were stopped us as when we were younger, really just rain and snow that was irritating, not nothing that, that would, would hold us back. And so both sides now is very personal to me because I see it as a life journey and how I've went from being afraid to not knowing who I was to knowing who I am and where I'm going. And then summertime is your daddy's rich and your mama's good looking. It's that stop worrying about anything. Your life's perfect. And really, is it? And it's all from perception and how you see it. And with summertime, it, it was deeper. My brother is a saxophone player. He plays everything, but the first instrument he used to play was a sax and he was always playing summertime. So when I sing summertime, I sing it as a saxophone. Mm. And then don't get around much anymore. It's just a celebration. Awesome. So I am so excited to get my copy. I do want to say I had a, a, a bit of an epiphany because one of my favorite quotes is the difference between where you are today and where you'll be in five years or the people you meet and the books you read. But it's also the song that ignites you. It's the song. So a book we say is $20, but some books could make us a millionaire. And a song is a dollar on iTunes or $3 or whatever. But a song can be your theme. It can be your mantra. It can be the reason that you go all the way up the mountain and get everything. Mm -hmm. you in life. So I want to divert into our rapid fire. So we are going to start with Michelle because she is used to the rapid fire scheme, but no question will be hard, but you have to answer it quickly, Thomas, because we want to get to as many questions as possible. So as fast as I ask it, you answer it. So here we go. We'll start with, uh, we'll start with book. What book changed your life, Michelle? I will always say it. Illusions by Richard Bach. And uh, I just, I don't normally do this, but the book that changed my life is Hold My Crown because it caused a partnership and it caused a lot of people to want to do compilations because she did it the right way. Thomas, what book changed your life? Well, gosh, uh, it's actually illusions as Michelle sp spoke of. Isn't that wow. wild? <laughs> you know, when you have the same birthday, I didn't even need to ask well, the same question. Yeah. You always have to say the well, same answer. Exactly. And one of my favorite records as also of George Duke, a record called <laughs> Illusions as well. Yeah. And then you also like, obviously, Isaac Hayes, because he has a great haircut and we're moving to, you yeah. know, music next. So, Michelle, who's one of your favorite artists that you just can play their whole best of album? Love it. Oh, my gosh, that's really difficult. Um, I, I love Etta James. Etta James. Okay. Thomas, what's an album you can just grab and listen to it over and over and over and over again? Gosh, I listen to different albums for different reasons. And yeah. uh, one of the last ones uh, was actually the Both Sides Now one that Joni Mitchell, the, uh, the one that, because I was listening for orchestration at that point and every song, the way uh, it's been orchestrated, something that really moved me. So, so that's my latest, I would say. Okay, my latest then is, is uh, Annie Lennox. All right. I'm, yeah. I'm going to throw in, because I don't know, Michelle will tell you, I don't normally throw in, but this is my topic here. So I'm going to go with ELO, Electric Light Orchestra, their box set, which is cheating because it's a lot of their music. <laughs> yeah, All okay. Right. Uh, what's a movie that inspires you, Michelle? It's always the same. What dreams may come. Dreams may come. Okay. And and I was just testing to make sure. Uh, Thomas, what, what one ignites you? Well, it's actually more of a documentary, and it's by Herbie Hancock uh, called Possibilities. And it talks about uh, him bringing different musicians from different time periods and interested in what's the possibility of our collaboration? What could that yield? Everything was unrehearsed and they didn't decide on the songs until they got together and the making of that process. Love it. Uh, what is, who's your hero, Michelle? Hmm. Get me for a minute. Wait. All right, Thomas, who's your hero? What's actually... My father, my dad. Uh, no, no expansion, no expansion, because I got two more questions for you. Okay, okay. All right. my grandmother then. Grandmother? Okay. Who is someone you want to meet you've never met, Michelle? Even if they passed away? Even if they passed away. Robin Williams. Okay. And funny, he's in that movie, by the way, Michelle, in case you didn't know. Um, and Thomas, who do you want to meet that you've never met? Actually, you now. <laughs> That's the nicest thing I've ever heard. Thank you. And I want to meet you. 
Okay, yeah. la- last quick question. We'll go with Thomas first. Uh, what quote do you live by? Uh, gosh, oh, man. Uh, there's nothing that's impossible, and you're the only person that can stand in the way of it. Michelle? Change is an emotional journey. It's not rainbows and butterflies. It challenges you to be the best version of you. The beauty is in the possibilities. That's my and I'll, I'll end with a quote for the show. Happiness is in when, when what you think and what you say and what you do are in harmony. So let's all be happy. If you know somebody that is celebrating their 17th day of October birthday, please connect them to Michelle. They have a reason to listen, but more importantly, they have a reason to celebrate their birth because it's our two magical days. It is such a pleasure, Thomas, to have you on the show. I'm glad you could uh, reserve an hour. I know you're a very busy person taking care of lots of people, and you certainly are a giver. Uh, everything you said in this show just inspires me to live more like you. So thank you. Thank you. God bless you. Thank and Michelle, you. happy birthday. This is so funny, but I am not a singer, but I, <laughs> I, I know that you sing a song every single time someone has their birthday. So I wish I could do the Stevie Wonder justice, but happy birthday. Happy birthday. <laughs> you can do it for Thomas and Rosalind too. Yeah, yeah, for all of you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday. There you go. So this is Ken Roshan on Amplified. Stay Amplified. If you know someone who's inspiring hope in the world, please connect them to us. We'd love to show them off and let the world know there's a lot of heroes in the world. See you next week. We hope you've enjoyed this week's edition of Amplified. Be sure to join Ken Rashan again next Tuesday morning at 8 a.m. Pacific Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Business Channel. Now, go get your message heard.